Hello and welcome to this very festive episode of Exposed, the podcast that exposes ideas and inspiration for UK businesses to stand out and succeed. Each episode, I'll be joined by a special guest who's going to reveal their tips and techniques to help your business thrive. I'm Matthew Larkham, an award-winning entrepreneur, best-selling author and the founder of B2B Expos, the UK's fastest-growing business-to-business network. Joining me today, I've got the lovely Faith Ruto from Transformation 21st. Hello, Faith. Hi. She is a personal development coach, charity fundraiser and a hard-working mother of two who calmly balances her work-life balance. Faith is also a key networker and has spoken at business events all across the country, including our recent Basingstoke Business Expo. So hello, welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Last time I spoke to you, I was trying to get your makeup back. Yes, I know, and I'm still waiting. <laughs> People are like, I'm not using your makeup. Well, I think we need to set the record straight. But um, that was, you actually left your bag, didn't you, at our Basingstoke Expo? Yes, I did. And it was such a great event that um, we carried on uh, talking, and then we went actually to the bar. Um, and forgot all about it. I forgot it. about my makeup, yes. And you, did, you were a speaker at that event, weren't you? Yes, and, I was. And how did that go? Um, that went really well. I was the last speaker of the day, um, and we talked about how to thrive during change. Um, and as we all know, change is happening all change around us. Change is happening all around us. And yes. when, was, when did we first meet? Because we met a, a while ago, didn't we now? Yes, I actually remember exactly when we met. Um, I think it was around... Three, three years ago. Really? Um, and it was, and a, it was a connecting business, networking event, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And, and you sat next to me and um, you, know, you were talking about you, how you started your business. Uh, and I, I was really inspired because, you know, as everyone knows, you're quite young to have oh, achieved so much. Um, and we, yeah, and we just Apparently I've got an award now to prove it. So. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Um, and after we met, I, I read your book uh, as well. And um, yeah, I, I, and I think we've met through throughout you know the last few years and months during other different um, networking events. So how did you get started with your business? You're a personal development coach, aren't you? Yes. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I I, I was actually working for an international uh, company uh, before, and and in 2015 I had this incredible. Um, Mine and I would say my, my mind and my heart were in two different places. So my mind was, was saying, pursue your goal, you know, pursue your career in the corporate arena. But in my heart, I had this overwhelming feeling that I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say I set up my business really organically with, with my passion that I wanted to help people. And that's how I, I came to be. It was really this motivation I had inside me that I needed to form a company that was all about helping people. And so how did you even start that? Because obviously you're in the corporate world now, yes. you're trying to get corporate clients. Yes, yes. Say, and, it's, and it can be quite challenging, can't it? Yes, it can that. be. So, so you know, because a lot of people think, oh, I'll go and help, you know, I'll set up small. Yes. But you went straight into the, the big, big world. Yeah, to the yeah. big ones. So I think for me, um, my, my vision is, is about helping, there's three groups of clients that I work with. They're the one-to-one, people like you and I, people that are just running their own businesses. But then there are those that are working in a corporate arena. And I really saw, having worked uh, in a corporate arena for over 12 years, I saw that there's actually a need for people that are going through a change to have an external perspective, to have someone from external, uh, you know, from external to, to their um, business come in and actually help them when they're going through a change. So my goal is all about building resilience. We know big companies are going through a change 
all the time. Um, most of my clients are fatigue, so I, I get in there to actually help them boost their confidence, boost their morale, boost their motivation. Yeah, because they've got to a point where you know they've had all these changes. changes yes. Life is throwing all this stuff at them, and they yeah. and sometimes as business owners, we just don't know where to go next, do yeah. we? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So in the in the, in the corporate arena, there's a lot of change going on, and and the challenges for the for the for the uh, VPs or the directors is how do I keep my best people motivated? How do I and so what, when I come in, it's not just about saying well, change is gonna come and just just, just get on with it. It's actually about changing people's mindset. Um, and and I'm going to share a bit of a tip maybe for pe- for the listeners. I talk a lot about the growth mindset um, and the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset is that you see opportunities where many people see maybe uh, risk or maybe people see that it's the doom and gloom but actually if you're going through a change you think actually there's something positive coming out of this and how easy is it though to have the right mindset because you know as a business owner myself I sometimes wake up in the morning and I just don't have the motivation to go and face that day yeah Uh, but without having you know somebody on your side yes your coach yes without someone like that how can somebody motivate themselves to do, you know, to actually get out of bed and then and face the day? Yeah, it's a good question. I think the first thing is we talk about remembering your why. And when you run your own business, you know why you run your business. You might not, you might not be having a good day or thinking things are going to go well, but if you, you've set up your business with a, a clear vision and a mission of what you want to achieve, you have to remember that on a day-to-day basis. And, and that's the tips I give to my clients. You have to know why you're doing something so that when you have those gloomy days, you think, actually, you know what? I can just go through today. I can, I can get through that one, one more day. And what about for people that, that don't understand the reason why they're setting up their business? Then they need to hire me. They need to hire you. <laughs> they need a coach to they need a coach. figure out their purpose. And that's, what, that's why I try to say I'm, I'm not a business coach. Yeah, that's right. Because you were saying you don't coach people to give them techniques in terms of where they can go with their business. business. It's more about them and their mindset. Where they can go. Yes, yes. And how because different is that to just coaching people in their business? Because I think it's very different because we know that um, there are a lot of materials. Uh, you don't need to have a business degree to be successful running a business as long as you understand what your customer needs are and you understand your competition and you have uh, a clue on your financials what people actually need is how they can manage themselves and I think that's why in the corporate arena we always say your best asset is actually your people yeah and then when we come out of that and we're now running our own businesses we forget about ourselves and I meet a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that I so focus on delivering their services or products but no one is looking after them and that's why I've actually come out to say I want to look after you. You're running this business, uh, it's successful, but I want to look after you so that you protect your mindset from the negativity, you protect your mindset from uh, worrying uh, and, and, and being anxious, but actually you will go through that day-to-day basis remembering that you are the best person for running your business. And if you're not, you can get help. You can ask for help without feeling that you're a failure, and which is, I think, is also a key part of when you run your own business. Sometimes we try to do everything ourselves, don't we? Mm. So, uh, you know, actually knowing that asking for help, whether that's for your business or for you personally, it's, um, it's, it's actually not a sign of weakness. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Nowadays, a lot of business owners, they're wearing 
different hats. Yes. And it's yes. quite hard, isn't it, to try yeah. and keep on top of everything? Yeah. Because a lot of people nowadays, they're wearing lots of different hats. Correct. So it's quite hard, isn't it, for business owners to try and keep on track of yes. what they're doing. So yeah. with the clients that you're working with, yes. what sort of challenges are they facing in terms of you know business at the moment, the climate? What sort of things are you noticing more and more from your clients that that they need help with. Yeah, um, you're right on that. I think the, the help people need is actually just stepping back. Um, a lot of the, the clients that I'm working with, they're, they're so driven in terms of just get the next client, get the next client. And actually, sometimes they forget why they've set up the business. Yeah. They've also forgotten that the, the world has changed. So, for example, I was helping a client the other day, and I said to them, uh, what's your online presence like? They say, well, I, I don't have time for... Facebook. I don't have time for Instagram, but I said, "What well, you know? You're dealing with clients that are on those platforms." So I was saying to them, "If you don't step back from your business and actually look at all the things that you're doing and where your customers are trying to find you or what they're trying to do, you are going to be focusing maybe sixty percent of your effort on something that is not going to deliver you value." So I think my message to you know to the listeners is, don't try to do everything yourself. There's already a lot of support in place for small and medium-sized businesses. So you just need to be very strategic as to how you spend your time and how you spend your money uh, and just, yeah, and, and be more focused. That's the main message. Be more focused and, and deliberate with your activities. And what about change? Because one of the things that, that you say that you do is you're a change catalyst. Yes. You know, you help people deal with the, the changes in, in, in their business and also in their lives. Yes. But what sort of processes do you provide them or support that you give your clients in terms of when they're dealing with change? Because I can imagine, you know, lots of people don't like change. No, no. And, and you're right on that. I, I run my workshop and I ask people uh, who likes change and people say, no, oh, I don't no, like they'll change. They'll hide away, don't they? Yeah, they they'll really sit on their hands they and they don't like their hands change. Up. But the funny thing is people actually like change. Can you imagine doing the same thing day in, day out? The, the thing, the difference is that people like change when they instigate that change or when they feel they're in control. So to answer your question around what tools or techniques do I share with them, I try to actually take them through what I call the change curve. I try to ask them, how are you feeling about the change? So for example, we talk about Brexit or other big changes. What, how are you feeling about this change? And I try to gauge you know, if they feel overwhelmed. Then if they feel overwhelmed, we have a conversation about how do you cope with being overwhelmed? If they're feeling fearful, then how do you feel, how do you cope with that? So it's about identifying on those change curves how you're feeling. If someone is really feeling optimistic because their business is growing and their only fear is that we lack hope, then that's a, a better client to mm -hmm. be having a conversation about, okay, well, why don't you try option A and B? But if someone is feeling overwhelmed, you can't present option to them because they are really fed up and tired and, and lacking energy. So it, from a coaching point of view, you have to recognize actually how people are feeling yeah um, and, and in business we don't talk about our feeling that much no I, I think you're right and we've got um, clients that we work with that don't like embracing change and yet things change so quickly nowadays with social media yes you know so what would you say are your top tips for people to like you said earlier that, to thrive yes. um, you know during change yes um, I think it's, it starts with the mindset so you've got to have the right mindset the right to mindset. start with. Yeah. Yes. So your mindset has to be one that embraces change. So when I say, do you like change? Don't say, I don't like change. Maybe say, it depends. 
Yeah, because yeah. people have changed, haven't they? Yes. They hadn't, yeah. they, you know, if they hadn't changed, they yeah. would still be at school. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever. Yes, yes. So, so people have learned, yes. can learn, can't yeah. they? You can learn to change. And I think it starts with your mindset. So if you're running a business and you're thinking, I don't like change, you're not going to grow. And actually, that's why, why my business logo is a tree, because I believe that like trees, we can see trees going through all the different seasons and they grow. And so, yeah, yeah. So, so it's about having the right mindset. It's about knowing your purpose as a business or your mission or whatever you want to call it. You want to know that really, really well and be comfortable with it. And then the other thing is, it's really just about being resilient. And being resilient means if you work really hard for that client and it doesn't work out, of course you're going to feel rubbish about it. But don't let that stop you from learning from that experience and moving on. And, and the, the thing with change is you need to move on really quickly. You can't spend months hiding under rock. You actually have to say, okay, that didn't work. What do I need to do next? So, so the thing is have the right mindset, know exactly what your business is about and what your clients really want from you, and then be resilient. And being resilient is just really just, like I said, you know, just being adaptable, having the right attitude, uh, and, and really important as well in business to surround yourself with the right people. And I, and I imagine that you surround yourself as well with people to help you because I always find it fascinating when there's when you've got people, business coaches and stuff. Yes. I always, I'm always intrigued to find out if they've got business coaches as yeah. well to help them on, yes. to keep on track. Do you have people like that as yes, well? Yes, yes. And, and, and yes, I have a coach, a personal coach, and she's somebody that has been my coach for 10 years. When wow. I, I had no idea I was going to set up my business when she was my coach. And actually, she was co- coaching me. At, I, was, I was just about to you know, set up uh, a small uh, mentoring uh, in, in my corporate world. And, and she was helping me on something completely different. And then she's seen me through when I've had my children, uh, the challenges of being a working mom. And then to when I said to her one day, I know exactly what my purpose is. I'm going to set up my own company. And she's helping me through that process. So everybody should have a coach. Now, the problem is we have, we have far too many business coaches that are charging mm. the small businesses and medium-sized businesses a lot of money. And yes, they should because they're helping grow the business. But actually, I think a lot of people are just running to the business coaches because they just want that comfort blanket. Uh, and my message is, you know, do what is right for your business and, and really understand what it is that you need from a coach, whether that's a personal coach or a business coach. But I, I'm advocating everyone need to have a coach. Yeah, because there's, there's so many business coaches nowadays yes, on yes. the circuits and yeah. we see a lot of them at our business shows. Yes. But what I always find interesting as well is that if everybody's got one, you can use that. It's, it's like you just said a minute ago. It, why do you need one and what's the reason you need a business coach? Because sometimes you just need somebody as a sounding board, yes. don't you, to just bounce ideas yes. off, to just check your ideas are right. You know, exactly. some, sometimes people just need all the help that they can get because yes. just because they're really good at what they do, yes. but they just don't necessarily know how to do it or what to do first. Correct, you know? correct. And I think that's, you're right on that. And I think that's why networking um, is so important um, because you meet people that may be in the same boat as you, people that may be ahead of the curve from where you are. So I think with any services, whether you want someone to do your social media platform or whether you want someone to do your website, you need to know why you're using the services. And it shouldn't be a comfort blanket or, or, or you, know, you shouldn't have expectation that they're going to grow your business for you because they're a business coach. But you know, you're the expert in your field. If you've set up a business to, let's say, to deliver 
to do um, to do flower, flower, you know, like a florist. Florist, yeah. For example, yeah. you're you're the best. I can't tell you how to be a florist, and I think sometimes we're forgetting that actually when we're in business, we should have that confidence to say, I'm the expert. I'm gonna use a service from a business coach to do to achieve something, and then move on. And that's another difference. As a coach, we're supposed to be helping people with a focus objective. So whether that's a personal coach or a business coach, there should be a start and an end. So if you have a business coach and you haven't ended your relationship because you keep going, keep going, you need to revisit and think, you know, am I getting value from this? And is this serving my purpose? And how important is it for the relationship to work with the client and the, and the business co- the coach? You know, they, they've got, I assume they've got to like each other. Yes. <laughs> you know, because you could work if you wanted to. You could work with somebody you absolutely hated, but you knew that yeah. they were giving you advice that you could listen to. So yeah. how important is that relationship? Oh, it's very important. Um, it's all about the relationship. And that's why um, I, I try and offer um, a free consultation for all my clients, because it's about testing whether you would get along. Um, it, it's just like with every services, you have to try something. Uh, that's my belief anyway. You've got to try something before you buy. So when I when I meet my clients or prospective clients, I want to see if they're motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had in the past, for example, somebody came to me and said, "I've been going through you know all these problems. I'm so glad I've met you because you're gonna you're gonna solve them for me." And I thought, actually, as a coach, I don't solve your problem. I work alongside you to for you to solve your problem. Yeah. So I need to check their mindset is in the right place. Um, for example, if they're blaming everything and everybody around them, they're going to be quite a challenge to coach because they need to, before they can move forward, they need to see that maybe they have done something wrong or maybe they can learn from that experience. Um, and, and so having accountability is very important. I need my clients to be accountable and responsible for the outcome that they're seeking. And what about people that have already got a business coach? Yeah. And But then there may be at a point where they're not sure of that person is right for them what can be done about that oh that's a good question um i'm not i'm not first of all i'm not saying you know fire your business coach um, oh yes we are fire your business <laughs> yeah coach. fire all of them just, yeah just you know hire me instead no i think what i'm saying is actually um revisit the objective that you've set with that business coach um and i think um all the business coaches they're qual- most of them are qualified so they will not take it personally if you say to them look um, for whatever reason, we need to end this relationship, or you don't need to end it. Maybe just pause it while you uh, revisit, you know, your strategy or you think what you're doing next. I think it's a waste of your time and their time if you're having meetings and, and it's bearing no fruit. So I think it's just being very grown up about it and, and not not investing emotionally, too emotionally, in that relationship that you can't then break free. So, so for your business, yes. Uh, did you have a business plan when you started out? Oh, good question. So I had a sketchy business plan. A sketchy one. A sketchy one. Um, Written it, on the back of a... <laughs> napkin. On a napkin or something in a pub or something. Yes. Yeah, I had a very sketchy one. And I'll I tell you the background to that. Um, before I set up my business, I did an MBA. And on the MBA program, we learned about entrepreneurship, innovation, uh, something called service design, which is all about you design a service from a client point of view. So it's not about saying, oh, I'm an expert coach. This mm. is my, my, my platform. Yeah, what can I do? Yes. Yeah. So it's all about drawing the data or the information from the client. So when I set up my business, I knew that I, I wanted to test the waters. So the first year, really, I was saying, I'm a personal coach. 
I was coaching everybody. I didn't have a, a targeted market because I actually wanted to know, is there a need for someone like me? Because as you know, there's a lot of coaches out there. And there's a, so I really wanted to know what, what is going to be my niche? So I first wanted to pilot my concept and my methodology and meet all the different clients. And then at the end of year one, formulate a, a more robust plan. Yeah. And because you say there's a lot of competition, what makes you different? What is your niche? Oh, good question. Um, my niche is myself, so I, it's, I'm my own brand, um, but also it's the change. The change element is where I try to differentiate myself because most coaches are either life coaches, career coaches, business coaches, but actually, if you think about all of that, it's all about change. People are changing. Either they, they're not happy where they are and they want to go to the next place, or maybe they're at a crossroad and they're thinking, I've got all these different options. Mm. How do I get there? So my unique selling point is, is my ability to get people to clarify what they want, whether that's in their business or in their life, and to motivate them or empower them to get their results really quick. And, and I can say that because most of my sessions with my clients last between one to six sessions. After six sessions, they're like, I know exactly what I want to do, or, oh, you've helped me clarify what I need. So it's a bit of a problem for me because obviously if after six sessions they're happy, they go away. Yeah, um, lost you know, them. <laughs> I've, I've lost them. But the funny thing is they do come back. You know, I've had a client in Germany, for example. Um, we've been working for two years on and off, and, and I try to have a flexible model as well so that people can come in, have a one-off session, go away, come in. Because I, I really believe that I want the clients to get the value. Yeah, but I suppose once they've had the help and they've, and they've changed and they've reached the goal, yes. It won't be long before they've then got another goal. That and they that's want. how it's worked. Yeah, yeah, that they need to be helped yeah. help towards. Yeah. So what about people that know they want change? Yes. But they're just, and they can, they've got a goal, they've got a vision. Yes. They've got, all, they've got the right mindset. Yes. They just don't know how to get there. So yeah. how can somebody go from A to B and what are the steps that they need to sort of go on? Yeah, that's a very good question. So I have, um, this is, I guess, the, the, the tips I'm going to share. I, I follow uh, like a four-step uh, model right. that I take with someone this like is that. Our, this, is, yeah. this is where we're going to expose all We're going to expose my little secret, yes. So with, with someone that knows what they want and they're just trying to clarify how they get there, the first thing I get them to do is actually write down, you know, what is it that they really, really want and why do they want it and what is stopping them. So a lot of people say to me, I'm too busy. And we're all very busy when we run our own businesses. So what is normally stopping them is, is that feeling of, oh, you know, I just do it tomorrow, I'll put it off. Um, so if I work on what is stopping them, I then say to them, well, okay, so if you know you're going to get to B and you now know what is it that you want, why you want it, and what is stopping you, the next step we're gonna work together and put timeline and actually put a specific goal is you write down exactly how you're going to do things and when you're going to do it. So you make them accountable and work with them to, to start actually taking action. And that's the difference is they know what they want, but they haven't done anything about it. Um, and it could be that actually what they want is not, they don't actually really, really want it. They just think they want it. Yes. So by actually revisiting that with me, they can figure out, ah, I know actually, I, I don't actually want it that enough. That's why I haven't done it. Um, and in most cases, then I say to them, you have to let go of that goal. Um, and a lot of time I say to my clients, stop beating yourself up. You know, if you thought that you were going to set up a, a website, for example, but you haven't done it, um, and the reason for that is because you're busy doing things on Facebook and you're getting all your clients on Facebook, then stop beating yourself up. Mm, focus on, focus on what you're what's doing. working, yeah. 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 
And that's what I say, I say to my clients. So if you have a goal that you haven't achieved, it's not because you're lazy or you're procrastinating. It might be that it's a wrong goal and it's a wrong time. Because mm. yeah. uh, in my book that I wrote, it started with a pound. Yes. That one of the things that I talk about in that book is if at first it don't succeed, yes. go and do something else. Yes. Because yeah. a lot of people say, if at first it don't succeed, yes. try and try again. Yes. But I always think that if you keep trying to get to this same place and you're just not succeeding, yes. maybe you're trying to get somewhere that you shouldn't be going. It's a wrong place, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so sometimes people, I like the idea that throw away your goals yes. if it's not really what you want to achieve. Yes. And I suppose it's someone like you that can come in and help a business owner understand yes. that that might not be where they should be aiming for because yes. deep down, They've just come up with a goal because they thought, oh, we'll do that. Yes. Because it sounds good. Yes. Or we've got a good name for that product. Yes. Or everyone else is doing workshops or writing books, so I'll do the same. But then yes. they never get around to actually doing it. So I imagine there's a lot of people listening to this that at the beginning of this year yeah. had loads of ideas yeah. and said, oh, in my business, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And now we're at Christmas. How many of those goals that they set earlier on in the year have they actually achieved? Yeah. And as we enter 2019, I think it's really important that people start creating goals which are more realistic, but like you said, yeah. that they've got a reason for wanting to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest, um, the biggest motivator, is having a reason for doing things. It's like people always say, um, I have a reason for waking up in the morning. It might be your kids, it might be your dog, it might be your cat, it might be your business. It might be the alarm clock. Yeah, it might be the alarm <laughs> clock. Like, oh, oh, here I go again. <laughs> but you've you got to have a reason. Um, and, and I think we forget that actually when we're talking about change, um, especially with uh, small to medium-sized businesses, we now need to be very agile. Um, when I said agile, I mean if you've set up, let's say, a furniture shop and you were selling on the high street, but most people are now buying the furniture online, you need to adapt and you need to find a way to get to those customers because if you just stay with that mindset of, okay, I'm a shop on the high street um, and that's where I want to be because that was my original goal, well, guess what? You're going to miss the opportunity. So change is an opportunity. It's not uh, the end, but you have to always think ahead of it. You have to be, it's like a wave when uh, um, I try surfing as well. So I do a bit of surfing. When you go surfing, you can't, you know, wait for the wave to go and then get on, on your board, right? Or you can't start surfing before the wave, you know, the wave is there because you know you won't be propelled. So it's the same with change. You always have to have that readiness and as a business, be really agile and, and be open to opportunities that might not be a part of that goal plan that you have. So for you, what is your reason for setting up your business? What is your why? What is your motivator? What gets you out of bed in the morning, apart from the kids, obviously? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they, they do. Before I even wake up, they, they, they're, they're waking me up. Um, it's a really, I mean, it sounds really um, like a cliche, but I was working with my coach uh, about five years ago, and we did, we did an exercise which was about uh, your life. Um, you know, you're, you have to imagine you're like 80 or 90, or in this case, maybe 100 now. Um, and that, you know... Could you imagine living that long? <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend. You know, I said a friend, she's 87. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's insane. But um, So you had to pretend you were that age. Yeah, yeah, and my life was coming to an end. And I had to reflect on what would be my life purpose and my life goal and, and what would I be most proud of. And... I just felt that I wanted to make a difference. I wanted, I wanted to make people happy. I wanted to, um, I just wanted to empower people because I felt I had been in a place in my, my past where 
I felt really low. And to have someone come in and say, actually, you know, things are going to be good. Or, you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And I thought, I can do that because mm. I'm always very creative and, you know, thinking of solutions and asking questions. So, so for me, why I started my business is really this, um, this need to help, uh, which is the core of my business, about helping people take them from where they are today to where they want to go. And I suppose, because you obviously you're a businesswoman yourself, you run yeah. your own company, what sort of challenges do you, do you face in your own business that you've got to sort of coach yourself to overcome? Um, I mean, I think for me the biggest challenge is probably time. Um, because I'm juggling being a mom, I'm juggling uh, running the business and then delivering my service, which is, I think when we run our own business, we have to have, have that distinction. There's a part of the business which is just about the operational stuff. Mm. Um, and then there's the actually delivering your service. So if you, if you just try and put all of that together, which has been the, what I was doing in the beginning, I just found that I was working a lot of hours and not being paid for it. And, and, and then you think, why am I doing this? And then you go back to why you set up your business. So what I've learned is to outsource things that I'm not very good at. Um, you know, so I've got an accountant. Um, things that take far too much of my time. So for example, I was trying to create uh, a promotion video because I thought, yeah, you know, I've got a phone, I can do it all yeah. by myself. But editing takes hours. And I thought, I don't, I don't enjoy that part of it. Why am I doing it? So if I've learned anything, is, is not to try and do everything by yourself but actually to be disciplined with yourself. So for example, I found that because I was excited, I was you know, doing what I'm passionate about and you know, listening to quotes like, when you do, um, you do work that you love, it's, it's not work, it's, it's something it's like this. It's a hobby, yeah. Exactly, yeah. so I found I was working seven days a week and I thought, that's, that's not what I wanted, that's not a life I want. And I know a lot of business owners say to me, I haven't had a holiday because I run my own business but isn't the whole idea of running your own business? So you so can take you the holidays take the and holiday go on holiday whenever you like. And have the freedom. So for me, the challenge has been actually to tell, remind myself that because I am my own boss, I have to treat myself with the care, the love, you know, the, giving myself that space to actually just have life and then come back to the business. So that's, 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 that will be my tip for everybody. And one of the other big lessons you said you learned earlier was, before we started recording this podcast, was that you really enjoy networking and the yeah. importance of networking. Yes, yes. And yes. You, do you still go networking? Because obviously that's where we met <laughs> yes. a few years ago now. Yeah, um, I do enjoy networking. And i tell you why. It's it's a it's an opportunity to get away from your business, actually. It's an opportunity to go and just learn from other people. That's my how I look at networking. I don't go to networking to collect lots and lots of business cards because um, I tried it, to be honest. I did go in with all my business cards but that's not really, for me, the value of going to networking. The value for going to networking is so that you can remove yourself from your business, have a couple of hours, talk to people that are running their own business, listen to other th you know, things that are going on, uh, so you're learning. But also, it's actually an opportunity to just be available for other people. So, so I would advocate going to networking and making time, prioritizing it, actually, because it will help you with growing your business, finding services, um, which is like the way I've used my networking. I know exactly who in my network I can call for whatever I need, I need help with. And sometimes you don't know that when you yeah. go on networking. Yeah. And so. people say it all the time after the business shows that we do. Yeah. They always say that they come away with this new energy, yeah. this new buzz, this new motivation to yes. sort of, because they've had that time out, yes. the ideas that they've had in their head can come 
you know, they can develop those. It's quite interesting. So anybody listening that hasn't been networking in a while, do, do get out and about yeah. because yeah. you really will change your business. Yeah. So, Faith, we are at the stage where we are going to do our famous 60-second roundup. So this is the part of the show where I'm going to ask you a series of quick-fire questions and I just need a one-word answer from you. This is going to be a chance for all our listeners to find out a little bit more about your life. So, producer Mark, on the clock, are you ready? I think so. Producer Mark, 60 seconds on the clock, starting now. Mince pie or Christmas cake? Mince pie. Favourite Christmas film? I'm on two. Sprouts or no sprouts? No sprouts. Favourite drink to, at Christmas? Bailey's. Santa or Scrooge? Santa. Aldi or John Lewis? Definitely John Lewis. Give or receive? Can I say both? Yeah, favourite board game at Christmas? Monopoly. What do you want at Christmas? World peace. Uh, do you go to church? Yes. Um, favourite reindeer? Rudolph. And three words to describe yourself? Funny. Hardworking, inspirational. So Faith, tell me, a lot of people measure success financially. How do you measure success? Good question. I, for me, success is being able to do what you love and have time, and have time to spend with people that you love, and yourself. So doing what you love and time is my biggest definition of success. And your vision for the next few years? Is to write a book. Write a book. Speak at more business expos. Speak at more shows. Speak at more shows. Have more clients. And become the most successful businesswoman and take the UK by storm. For, 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 for sure. sure. For sure. Well, Faith, it's been an absolute pleasure to actually chat to you a bit about your business, a bit about your life, and also about the, the services that you provide for small businesses. But unfortunately, as we always do, we've run out of time for this very festive Jingle Bell edition of Exposed. So thank you to my guest, Faith. Thank you. And join us again soon in the new year when we'll be exposing new uh, more insights into the life and businesses of our next guests. So until next time, goodbye. Bye.